Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Monday, June 6, 2022. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $31,155.71, up 4.60%. Ethereum at number two, $1,871.12, up 4.15%. Tether at number three, $0.99. USD coin, $1. BNB at number five, $306.01 up 2.61%. At number six, Cardano, 61 cents, up 9.47%. XRP, number seven, 40 cents, up 2.36%. Binance USD at number eight, $1. Solana, number nine, $41.60, up 7.61%. And last but not least, Dogecoin at number 10, 8 cents, up 1.71%. Let's look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried that could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we got today is extreme fear at 13. Yesterday was extreme fear at 10. Last week is extreme fear at 10. And last month was extreme fear at 23. Let's look at our five articles today. Article number one is crypto winter has come and Coinbase is in trouble. Article two, Bitcoin ATM installations notch record drop in May, demand for crypto waning. Article number three, NFT renting, why you might want to add and how to do it. Article number four, Dubai's retail giant Majid Al-Fatim accepts crypto at 29 shopping malls and 13 hotels in partnership with Binance. And last but not least, the main topic today is crypto doesn't belong in retirement accounts. All right, before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been helping me and supporting me throughout this journey. If you're on the podcast space, catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you are in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. It helps me out greatly. So let's get into it, everyone. Article number one, crypto winter has come and Coinbase is in trouble. Coinbase is extending its hiring freeze indefinitely. Coinbase is pulling back on its hiring efforts in a memo posted to Coinbase's site. Chief People Officer L.J. Brock announced that Coinbase is putting a pause on hiring new employees, as well as rescinding several job offers already accepted by prospective workers, citing current market conditions and ongoing position prioritization efforts. The shift comes as the cryptocurrency market continues to trend downwards, dragging the supposedly immovable stablecoins, which are pegged to a fiat currency or commodity. With it, Coinbase started to slow hiring in mid-May to make sure the company is best positioned to succeed during and after the current downtrend. But this move halts hiring completely. Brock notes that the freeze will also affect backfills or the employees hired to replace workers leaving the company and excludes those hired to fill roles in security and compliance, however. Coinbase is also contending with a lackluster response to the social NFT marketplace it launched widely in May. According to data from Dune Analytics viewed by The Motley Fool, 4,132 people purchased an NFT on the platform within 19 days of its launch, and gross sales amounted to $875,000 or an average of $46,000 per day. It doesn't help that NFT sales are declining as a whole, dipping to about 19,000 sales per week at the beginning of May, as opposed to 225,000 NFT sales made in September. It's unclear how many job offers Coinbase rescinded, and the company didn't immediately reply to the Verge's request for comment. Brock says affected individuals will benefit from Coinbase's generous severance policy and will gain access to a talent hub with various career resources, including interview coaching, resume review, and networking 
opportunities. The change up at Coinbase has left some prospective employees struggling. At least two individuals set to be hired by Coinbase say they may lose their OPT, optional practical training visa due to rescinded offer. Others say they received an email reassuring them they won't lose their newly accepted job due to the company's hiring slowdown, only to receive an impersonal email notifying them of a rescinded offer weeks later. You may have seen this week that Coinbase posted an external blog post announcing our intentions to slow down hiring so that we can't reprioritize our hiring needs against our highest priority business goals. Coinbase's initial email to new hires reads, first and foremost, I wanted to communicate that we are all extremely excited about having you join Coinbase and we will not be rescinding the offers of any employees who have already signed or have received an offer from us. Coinbase beefed up its staff as part of its plan to hire 2,000 employees in 2022, saying it foresaw enormous product uh, opportunities ahead of the future of Web3 at the time. Its most recent earnings report reveals that Coinbase added 1,218 employees in the first quarter of 2022 alone, bringing its total headcount to 4,948. While we did not make this decision lightly, it is prudent one given market conditions. Brock stated in the letter, we will continue to evaluate all of our options to responsibly navigate Coinbase throughout and through the current cycle. Coinbase's hiring freeze is an indication of chillier conditions for the current cryptocurrency market. And so are the layoffs made at the other companies on the blockchain, Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, the twins behind the Gemini cryptocurrency exchange, also announced that they're cutting 10% of staff. The same goes for Rain, a large crypto exchange based in the Middle East, which also laid off dozens of employees. Last week, famed short seller Jim Chanos called Coinbase tremendously overvalued on the Crypto Critics Corner podcast and predicts that the price of its stock will sit in the mid-teens by the end of this year. Coinbase share dips 9.7% after news of the hiring freeze went public on Friday. So there you guys have it. Crypto winter has come and Coinbase is in trouble. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's take a look at article number two. Bitcoin ATM installations notch record drop in May. Demand for crypto waning. So since its beginning, Bitcoin ATMs have shown to be a significant tool in nations where they are implemented. Traders may instantly deposit or withdraw crypto assets into their wallets by linking them to these money dispensing machines. As we approach the midpoint of 2022, the year is not shaping up to be the best for Bitcoin ATM installations worldwide. During the month of May, only 202 new cryptocurrency ATMs were installed globally, a number not seen for three years. During the months of January and February 2022, a global total of 1,817 cryptocurrency ATMs were installed. In contrast, 2,435 crypto ATMs were installed, a drop of 25% compared to the same period from the previous year. So are people losing interest in Bitcoin ATMs? Well, this may be a hint that demand for cryptocurrency ATMs is declining and people are seeking alternative methods to do Bitcoin transactions. It is too soon to say with certainty. The landmark month was August of last year when around 2,037 Bitcoin ATMs were installed worldwide. However, January was a difficult month for the industry with only 1,687 ATMs being deployed. Although it is somewhat closer to the quantities established in December, it did not significantly affect the total of 1970. Since then, the number of ATMs has drastically decreased by three digits in the months since January. Bitcoin ATMs are appealing among cryptocurrency investors who wish to capitalize from the commodity without undergoing the time-consuming 
know your customer KYC processes needed by the majority of the Bitcoin trading platforms. Factors causing decline in Bitcoin ATM installations, geopolitical tensions around the globe, ambiguous or anti-crypto policies, market saturation, and the commercial impact of the ongoing global health crisis are some of the primary causes driving to the decline in crypto ATM installations. Numerous international bodies, including the United States Government Accountability Office, GAO, have declared measures to tighten laws on cryptocurrency ATMs, despite the fact that these machines are utilized for illegal activities. Based on a report by Coin ATM Radar, the United States is home to 88% of the world's 37,826 crypto ATMs, while Europe is comprised of 1,420 ATMs, which accounts for 3.8% of the world's ATMs. Despite the iconic slump, around 36,069 crypto ATMs have been constructed across the globe, with Bitcoin still the most widely used cryptocurrency for transactions. So there you guys have it. Bitcoin ATM installations notch record drop in May. Depend for crypto waning. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's keep on going. Article 3, NFT renting, why you might want to and how to do it. So the world is experiencing somewhat of a revolution in terms of non-fungible tokens. But unfortunately, the NFT market has also taken a massive hit amid a crypto crash. Since it's peak in 2021, the market is down about 92%. But that doesn't necessarily mean the death of NFTs as a whole. Just possibly the end of JPEG monkeys. In reality, NFTs can provide value by utilizing smart contracts and the like on the Ethereum blockchain. But did you know NFT renting is a thing? Here's how and why you would want to rent an NFT. The thing is, NFTs can be almost anything. A big reason for the market crash is that most tokens don't do anything but look cool. And sure, if you wanted to, you could rent a Board Ape Yacht Club NFT, you know, for the clout. But what about renting an NFT that gives you access to an exclusive restaurant? For example, the world's first NFT restaurant, the Fly Fish Club in New York City. To dine at the Fly Fish Club, you must become a member with an Access Pass token. They specifically encourage NFT renting or reselling. Fly Fish Club NFTs cost as much as 88 ETH. That's over $157,000. Most people don't have that kind of coin flying around, but you can always rent one if you must try their omakase or chef's choice experience. So how do you rent an NFT? There are NFT rental services, but one of the most popular is ReNFT. They partnered with Wearable, making it the first digital marketplace with native NFT renting integration. Essentially, the token owner sets a price and specifies a maximum rental period. ReNFT holds the token in escrow as the renter decides how long they want it and pays the collateral. Then the renter has access to a shiny new NFT, then they can dine at exclusive fish-themed restaurants. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about NFT renting? Why you might want to and how to do it? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think about this article. All right, before we get into round two of the articles, just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting me with Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Again, I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. So if you like listening to the audio track, you can listen there. But if you want to watch the video version on YouTube, Dave's Daily Crypto Take and like, share, and subscribe helps me out greatly. All right, let's keep on going. Article number four, Dubai's retail giant Majid Al-Sufitim accepts crypto at 29 shopping malls and 13 hotels in partnership with Binance. 
So leading shopping mall operator Majid Al-Fatim has partnered with Binance to accept cryptocurrencies at its malls and other properties. Majid Al-Fatim is one of the most prestigious businesses in the Middle East and has beat millions of customers every year, said the CEO of Binance. Majid Al-Fatim, a leading operator of shopping malls, hotels, cinemas, hypermarkets, and retail stores in the Middle East, Africa, and Asia, announced its strategic partnership with global crypto exchange Binance last week. The two companies will cooperate on a number of crypto and blockchain projects. First, Binance Pay will be integrated to allow millions of customers to pay with cryptocurrencies at Majid Al-Fatim's various destinations in line with appropriate laws and regulations. The announcement notes Binance Pay currently supports more than 40 cryptocurrencies according to Binance's website. According to the company's investor presentation published in February, Majid Al-Fatim operates in 17 countries. The group's properties include 29 shopping malls in five countries across the Middle East and North Africa, including Mall of the Emirates, Mall of Egypt, Mall of Oman, and Mall of Saudi. In 2021, its malls had 175 million visitors. The company also operates 423 Carrefour stores in 16 countries across the Middle East and has exclusive franchise rights in over 30 countries across the Middle East, North Africa, and a commonwealth of independent states regions. Furthermore, the group also operates 13 hotels and 607 cinema screens. Majid Al-Fatim is one of the most prestigious businesses in the Middle East and has millions of customers every year. Zhao continued, integrating Web3 technologies will give its customers access to innovative new ways to engage with its brands and provide new ways to pay. Other projects the two companies will collaborate on include listing non-fungible tokens on Binance Marketplace and creating a digital wallet infrastructure to hold cryptocurrencies from multiple platforms. So there you guys have it. Dubai's retail giant Majid Al-Fatim accepts crypto at 29 shopping malls and 13 hotels in partnership with Binance. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's get into the last main article today. Crypto doesn't belong in retirement accounts. So I have long ago given up the handicapping of price of Bitcoin. I told people they were crazy to get in at $1,000. It doesn't get much less precedent than that. After failing and falling by half to $29,000, Bitcoin is now closer to $1,000 than it has to its all-time high around $70,000. It's not the golden ticket it appeared to be during the pandemic investment mania, but it certainly made some people rich. Of course, the same could be said of Russian roulette. Bitcoin, and by extension, its countless crypto copycats, is a great invention. Cryptocurrencies are self-verifying mechanisms, a string of numbers acting as their own, invisible watermark. They carry generally minimal finance charges, and they have no problem crossing borders. They and Bitcoin is a fascinating experiment in 21st century money, but it's still an experiment. Your employer wouldn't give you a flying car as a company vehicle, and they should not be putting cryptocurrencies in your retirement account. That's why Fidelity Investments decision to make Bitcoin an option to 401k accounts for 23,000 employers in April was more than just bad timing. Though it didn't come right before the market crash, it was really the worst product offering since cloak and clock makers started painting faces with radium. Uh, shortly after Murray Curry's discovery for the volatile element, enterprising industrialist in New Jersey coated clock numerals with radium so that the timepieces glowed in the dark. At the time, this seemed like a whiz-bang new product line. 
radioactivity was a news concept and people obviously didn't fully understand its risks. Fidelity's imperture gives the impression that Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have proven a safety record. There's no more true than with radium in 1910s. We were used to the funds in our 401k going up or down, but nobody would accept them to simply vaporize. Yet, that's exactly what happened to a major cryptocurrency called TerraUSD recently. It's difficult to write this with a straight face, but TerraUSD, unlike free-floating Bitcoin, was supposed to be a stable coin. The programmers who made TerraUSD claimed to have pegged its value to the dollar, from which it was not supposed to stray by more than a penny or two. In a feat of financial engineering comparable to Lehman Brothers' mortgage investment magic, they did so without buying any dollar reserves. TerraUSD, it turned out, was no more stable than radium. In early May, TerraUSD began to stray from the dollar peg for reasons that its investors could not explain. Like depositors who heard about the financial trouble at their bank, TerraUSD owners threw their money as quickly as they could. The currency's value dropped from $1 to a nickel. The collapse of TerraUSD experiment triggered doubts in the whole concept of cryptocurrencies, and Bitcoin wiped out almost all its pandemic-era gains. What happened to TerraUSD could happen to Bitcoin. Unlike almost everything else Fidelity offers in 401k plans, Bitcoin is not backed by corporate income or national treasuries. Much like TerraUSD, Bitcoin's only intrinsic value is the collective belief in its future. That belief seems to be fading on Wall Street. Scott Menard, Global Chief Investment Officer of Institutional Investment from Guggenheim Partners, an early institutional investor in cryptocurrencies, recently told Bloomberg that his firm sold its Bitcoin because the market had been taken over by a bunch of yahoos. At best, Bitcoin will be periodically rallied and roiled by glitches in the crypto experiment like the Terra USD. At worst, it could be wiped out by a glitch of its own. Radioactive materials were great discoveries, but they do not belong in our clocks. Cryptocurrencies do not belong anywhere near our 401ks. So there you guys have it. Crypto doesn't belong in retirement accounts. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Before we head out, let's take a look at the price one last time. BTC is at $31,158. Ethereum at $1,871. Tether, $0.99. Cents. USD coin, $1. BNB, $306. Cardano at $0.61. Cents. XRP, $0.40. Cents. Finance USD, $1. Solana at $41, and last but not least, Dogecoin at $0.08. Cents. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making this far into the Crypto Take podcast and YouTube video. Again, this is Dave Zilli, Crypto Take. Catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, have a great crypto day. See you in the next one. Peace.